1: Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refunds. Subscription auto renews.
0: This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the die-hard, supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them.
2: The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the Hockey Moms, and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And, and this, this is, is our, our house. house. Welcome to the House of Hockey podcast. This is episode 91. Not that that really matters. I don't know why we continue to say that, but uh, i want one of your host, Breezy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know why we say it either. Um, and I'm your other host, Ray Ray. Maybe... I don't know. It helps people know what episode they're listening to. And this week, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was like, uh, maybe, I guess it could help, you know,
2: identifying who uh, the guest is or our topics that we, uh, that we go over for the week. So episode 91, who do we have?
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. You guys, we interviewed uh, Dominic Alessandro who designed the logo for the Dan Barry trashers. Uh, If you don't know what I just said to you, you need to push pause on this podcast right now. Stop what you're doing. Go home, pull up the Netflix documentary called Untold Crime and Penalties, and then watch that, be Mm -hmm. mind blown, and then come back to this episode. (laughs) But we'll tell you a little bit um, of the backstory on it. But Dominic reached out to us and was like hey I designed the jersey logo for this hockey team that was in the now defunct UHL Uh, but they were around for a while as one of the minor league teams and he was like I've got stories for you and the stories are incredible especially if you've watched this documentary (laughs) right Bracey. Yeah,
2: and you know, I got to say whenever someone says like documentary to me or anything like that, I'm like, ah, oh, snooze fest, right? Like I like certain documentaries and we all know by now that's probably a certain genre. But uh <laughs> when you had sent this to me, I was like, okay, like I'm definitely going to watch it, right? But I didn't know what to expect from it. And let me tell you, I felt like I was a part of the entire thing. Like I felt like I don't know, like I had like this power come over me and like I felt like I was getting like down and dirty with like the 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 league and like just the way that they like represented themselves and how they were laughing and I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I'm gonna take a trip to like Alcatraz after watching this <laughs> or something. Like it was insane. I ended up sending it to four different people <laughs> watching it saying, You need to watch this right now. This is probably the best thing I have seen. And I couldn't even tell you how long. Um, Oh yeah, because it's a real story. It might've been the best thing I've ever seen. It is the real story. They explain it so well. Every single twist and turn uh, keeps you in the loop. So if you haven't watched it, you do need to pause this right now and go watch it. It's worth the hour and 20 minutes. Uh, You will not be let down at all. No, you
0: won't. (laughs) And here's the two sentence synopsis for you. They were the bad boys of hockey, a team bought by James Galante, a man with mob ties, allegedly, run by his 17-year-old son, A.J. Galant. Galante. Galante? Galante. And with a rep for being as violent as they were good on the ice, it's the story of the Danbury Trashers, who were part of the now defunct UHL, which sta- stood for the United Hockey League. Uh i was blown away i had no clue that this story of a hockey team was gonna go to mafia oh so ties and tax evasion arrests and then incredible hockey they had gretzky's brother on the team right it was his brother he was like the president
2: or something like that he brought it. he's like but aj he's sitting there he's like we need we need to sign a big name and we're going to sign Gretzky. And then he goes, it was his brother, but
0: (laughs) (laughs) and mind you, this kid was 17 as the, and the GM of a hockey team. Are you kidding? Um, And they brought in so many elements of the WWE that he loved growing up with the, with sort of with the fighting and brought it to this hockey team that in Danbury, Connecticut, that had never had a hockey team before. Uh, I'm really glad that you had the response I did to watching this documentary I because was I was like
2: hyped. I was hyped I texted you that this morning I'm like I don't even know how to describe the words that I felt I watched it late last night my adrenaline was going my heart was pumping I'm like how am I supposed to go to bed after like watching this and I hope I'm not hyping it up too much but like that's just the way I felt I was like holy crap this is awesome
0: oh yeah it I I mean just the every story that we've heard and every movie that's ever been made about sort of mafia or if you watched the sopranos those are all right made up stories but this story is real and it's exactly like those made up stories but involving a hockey team as well and like really good hockey (laughs) play is on top of it so that's what makes it so intriguing because it's real and there was also rumors that the um james and aj that his this guy this real guy was the story that they based the sopranos off of the tv show and you know they talk all about it in the in the documentary so it it was it was wild um so we had to hop on this content and dominic who designed the logo and don't you guys worry he's got great stories that just continue to validate who well his he goes by jim james galante galante am i saying it right galante. yeah I think galante so. and I'm uh sure names
2: we all know I, we
0: all yeah we don't <laughs> ever get them right but he uh, i think that's a name we want to get right though i think uh his the stories that Dominic has about Jim are just as accurate and in line with the stories that are shared throughout the documentary. And uh, I think you'll, you'll enjoy it. Definitely. Yeah. So that's our guest. We had to go into a little detail with some of this backstory for you all before just diving into our conversation uh, with Dominic, but there's a couple of stories happening in in the league. I think you need to start off started off for us because it involves one of your teams.
2: Yeah. So the Preds and the lightning release their stadium steer say,
0: What? I can't talk. What is wrong
2: with me? Stadium series jerseys. Now I'm just going to, I know you're going to ask my opinion. I sometimes I just can't wait, man. And I feel like everyone has a spoiler. So I will dig and dig and dig until I find something. And I saw so many cool designs of what the jerseys could have been Mm. uh so my heart was kind of sold on on something like that and then they came out with their teaser and so then like a lot of the designs were making sense to me and I was like maybe it was already leaked so I was hyped and then they did the jersey release and it was absolutely nothing of uh what I was expecting uh had even seen and I think a lot of fans uh well I know a lot of fans uh kind of felt the same way uh, but the more you kind of read into the Preds jersey, the cooler I think it kind of gets. Um, they do say for the fans, the fans wanted something else. Right. But it it, it ties it back to the Nashville history. Um, it's grown on me for sure. I will be attending the game, but I'm still kind of torn on if uh, if I'm going to rock it or if I'm not going to rock it. The lightning one looks super clean. Um, I still think they could have done something a little bit more creative um, on both sides. But yeah, that's um, I'm still I look at the Preds jersey every single day and I'm like, what's going on here? Like, I like that it's different. Right. It's a lot different than anything. And I, I think that's a route you have you have to go at some point. But it just says Smashville. Um, no logo. No Preds logo anywhere. Maybe they'll do yeah, something. Yeah, I don't, I don't
0: like that. I, I think it's not intimidating or scary. Yeah. And, I, and I don't know what this new trend is with all of these jerseys with just, like, the words Writing. on them. And, like, right. we saw the New Jersey Devils alternate one that just says jersey. And, like, right. it's not, it looks more amateurish to right. me than ferocious yeah. and cool and badass and like right different like a different take on the predator or the fangs or like there's so many other creative things that they could have done but they
2: could have and they took basically the font that they used to use on old music posters which kind of ties it back to move, to music city and whatnot so
0: yeah i, I get that it, but you put that on the side yeah that's yeah. what you put on the side or you just that's... put Nashville, or you put Predators in that, and you don't put Smashville.
2: But Smashville is what the fans call it. Um, I mean, I can see both sides. I think I, majority, of the, am just disappointed because I think I wanted, I wanted a Navy jersey, much like a lot of everybody else did. Uh, but you want maybe like the old school, like Predator Skull, or some sort of old school logo to make it kind of like that. I don't know. It's their first time hosting a stadium series. And it's like, you're. I think they just needed to do a little bit, something extra uh, with those jerseys, but it is growing on me at first. I was like, eh, but it is growing. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but there's a lot of fans who do, who, who signed a petition to have it be uh, redesigned, uh, which is pretty funny. So that is funny. Cause that's not going to happen definitely not gonna happen no i did not sign it because i'm like this is literally pointless and i think i might like it i don't know i'm still going i think you need to ask me maybe in like a week or two maybe we'll do like weekly updates okay on on how it's going um
0: or we could just see what they look like on the ice yeah and make a decision there very true yeah because they all look different they all look different on the ice that's true that's true um Malcolm Subban was traded from the Blackhawks he uh, went to Buffalo poor guy just can't catch a break man Um, (laughs) that's just a tough go and the Chicago Blackhawks received future considerations I'm not mad about this we've had a lot of goalies in the last few seasons and it was time to sort of make some decisions we've given all of them enough play time to play time like what are they five and you have play time <laughs> uh and and to decide what they what they want to do and and you know i support this and i wish him all the best wow it's coming from you you weren't a big fan of uh the souvenir no. no that's why i'm wishing him the best somewhere else there you go. because <laughs> he's no longer my starting goalie which he never was and was never going to be so yeah well
2: the star of the uh the maple leaves was obviously austin matthew's mustache that is now gone <laughs> um he looks so much better he looks a hundred times better he looks great uh that's all I, that was just the only comment i had on that uh, i don't know why i decided to do that it just felt like a good play
0: it did, and you know, I I think he was doing it for November and to raise he was. for for charity. So, you know, that's great. For one hundred thirty-four thousand dollars, he raised. I'm um, uh, I think that's wonderful, and I'm so glad it's over, and he is no longer rocking that mustache. <laughs> yeah, until next year. We'll see. Oh God, why doesn't he just grow a full beard? I mean, I don't know. He's got a style that I don't understand.
2: Yeah, and speaking of styles that no one understands is uh, Evander Kane. Uh, his drama is getting messier and messier. I feel dirty reading all of the stories. I feel like I need to take a shower afterwards. Um, I think he just needs to uh, to simmer down. I think the the news needs to stop going around him. Yeah, and I think that he just needs to get some help. Uh, not trash talking him at all. It's just, it's always in somebody's face, uh, the news for him, um, and it's serious. I, I think there's a yep. lot deeper of an issue going on there, which we've openly talked about uh, in multiple cases on the pod before, um, but I think the my one comment on it is I think that he just needs to take a break from the game and, and get some help.
0: Players Assistance Program, like yep. I said, that's the way to go. That's the... That's the way to go for him. Every game day, I play the Smashville Selector.
2: Okay, right? So you get to choose five categories. Who is going to win the game and how many ga- how many goals are going to be scored during that game? Who's going to score the first goal? What period most goals will be scored in? Which player will score the goal? I think, did I already say that? I don't know. I don't know, but if I did, there's five different ones. And the last one would be... How many goals will the predator score? The or not goals? How many shots on goal will the Predators have that entire game? Okay, I play every day, every game day. Nothing to it. I sometimes I get really lucky, and I'm like, oh yeah. So then it kind of makes games more fun because it's kind of like gambling, but not really because I've never put any money towards anything. Um, so yesterday, Friday, uh, I got an email from Valley Sports that said I won, and I had to fill out a little like waiver voucher thing uh that was attached well it didn't tell me what I won so when I clicked on the little waiver voucher thing it broke down what I won oh my
0: god I'm not ready what did you win
2: I won two glass seats plus Lexus lounge for an upcoming Predators game versus the Calgary Flames on Sunday the 12th I think that's what it was so you're guess going to Nashville, right? Guess who can't go to Nashville and get those glass seats that are on my freaking bucket list? To what sit do you at?
0: mean? Why not? Because flights one way are almost five hundred dollars. Breezy, put it be- on the credit card. You get free tickets. Put it on the credit card. I will get. I will give you the money, and you can pay me back over time with no interest. It gets Book- better. You. What do you mean? No, no. That's the end of the story. Go, There's no, book nope. the ticket where
2: you're that going. Is, that is not the end of the story, <laughs> but I appreciate you getting very supportive of me. So yesterday I had to, to do the dreaded email back and say, wow, this is awesome. You know, I have, I just have fun playing the game, but I said, I obviously can't go. There's a lot of issues that make me not able to go along with the $500 flight. So I had asked them to uh, give them to somebody who, would enjoy them, would love to go make their day. Um, hopefully it'll come back and maybe I'll, maybe I'll win again in the future, you know? Um, but I asked for them to give it to, to somebody else that would enjoy them. And then about six to seven hours later, I got a, a reply back from them. Now this is Bally sports. Keep in mind. Right. And they told me that uh, thank you for the information. And fortunately the, Predators organization uh, is very generous. So they are now going to send me an autographed Ryan Johansson jersey in place of it. Oh, <gasps> so there we go. Oh, Thank my classes. God. Hopefully, I made somebody else's day and I still get an autographed jersey for free. So that's awesome.
0: Damn. Is it too late to email them back and say, just kidding? rachel's gonna fund my trips to nashville and deal with all of the other issues that come with that um can i still get those tickets
2: probably a little too late but i think that just it put a little thing in my mind that said you know what maybe i should splurge one of these days and just spend the extra money to get glass seats um maybe i'll bring you with me (gasps) hey why not okay so we'll uh, we'll do that, but I I think it just comes to the fact of sometimes doing something, even though it, it it's disappointing, it's something that you really want, but maybe giving it to somebody else who could use it, um, sometimes is the best thing to do. Uh, being a good person costs zero dollars. It does, and you'll get rewarded. And I did get rewarded. I. 100% was not expecting to get anything. I never asked for a secondary prize. I never asked for anything. I just wanted someone to someone good to get the tickets. Uh, and now I get a jersey out of it. So I think that just proves that sometimes it's just, I don't know. I don't know what words I'm trying to say, but sometimes you just got to do something uh, and you'll get rewarded for it.
0: Pay it forward.
2: There you go. That's what I was looking for.
0: The other moral of this story is to text ray ray the minute something like this happens before you make a rash decision like that to to figure out a different solution that involves (laughs) helping fund your trip there
2: oh man it's all good hey how about this we'll get glass seats when we go up to
0: seattle okay that's fine okay there we go (laughs) all right enjoy the interview with dominic everybody This week's episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by football fans. I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, You'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, that's THPN, for the Hockey Podcast Network. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. to the house, Dominic Alessandro. Welcome to the house. Introduce yourself to to everybody.
1: Well, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm Dominic Alessandro. I um, am the designer of the Danbury Trashers logo. Um, I live in Danbury, Connecticut. I've I've lived here for more than 20 years. Um, I'm part owner in a graphic design firm in New York City. Uh, my business partner Chris Weber and I started our agency about 20 years ago, um, and I'm just—I became addicted to hockey about the same time that the Trashers came to be, and it's sort of my two passions coming together. And uh, you know, and and now with the, the the documentary, it's having a second life after like 17 years. So I actually pulled out some some merchandise out of my attic and uh you'll probably sell it on ebay for a good price but it's oh yeah good history
0: well there's a lot to cover here so why don't yeah. you tell us how did you end up getting the deal to design the trashers that's so hard to say and i i want to say the thrashers because that's another team the trashers logo
1: yeah well it it was uh it it came to be i was commuting to New York City from Danbury and was reading the newspaper and they they the newspaper said that there were gonna there was going to be announcement of a new professional hockey team in Danbury so I that was the first time I heard about it so I just had some ideas and sketched up a few things on the train um, on the way in when I got to the office I told I told our staff, you know, the story of what was happening, and I showed them the sketch. Um, they knew the team was going to be called the, the Trashers, so I thought, you know, how can we show a can, trash can, but make it animated, but not too cartoony, and so I showed the sketch to, to our account executive at the time, and she said, we have to send this to them, and I said, well, you know, we don't, that's not the way we work. You know, usually someone hires us. They, we establish a budget. We do an exploratory, a phase one exploratory, where we work up different options, maybe 20 different logo options. Then they choose one. We refine it. It's a it's a whole process. So they said, no, no, let's let's just send them this one sketch. Let's see what they say. So we FedExed it um, to Jim Galanti, and he called us like. FedEx delivers at 1030, let's say, he called us at like 1045. And he just got on the phone. He's like, Dom, I love this logo. How much? And that was like, and you know, the rest is history. But um. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's crazy. <insane. laughs>
2: so when you said that you were reading the newspaper, was it the actual newspaper that they had showed in the documentary where it said that, you know, his 17 year old son was going to
1: be the coach and the G or not the coach, the GM for it. Yeah. It wasn't that article I think came out later on, but it was just a small article. It was the same newspaper, the Danbury news times. And um, the, the article was just a little tidbit saying tomorrow there's, or this week there was going to be a press conference and they were going to announce the team. So they actually, they were ready at the press conference. They had, jerseys already in the works and they basically stopped the presses when they got our sketch so uh he told uh, jim invited me to the press conference said come on down we'll talk about the details um and then yeah we basically just drew up one logo and refined it and and we worked pretty closely with jim um not aj not aj aj at the time was 17 years old right. um
0: still so he, sorting it out yeah
1: yeah he he was uh you know organizing the team um um trying to find players um but jim was you know doing the day-to-day stuff and you know okay we wait were, wait
0: did he yeah. pay you with a duffel bag full of cash
1: we, no we didn't get duffel bags full of cash <laughs>
0: Dang. you got an yeah. actual check huh uh,
1: yeah we got an actual check um <laughs> I'm you
0: surprised know,
2: they, at uh, was- 1045, you didn't have him walking in, throwing down a stack of 10K oh, or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not how it went. Okay.
1: <laughs> that's not how it went. But they paid us fairly well. You know, it was, the, it was unknown at the time. It, there wasn't even hockey in Danbury. So who knew, you know, they lasted two seasons. So our budget and everything for that, for two seasons and, and all the work we did was reasonable, but um, who knew it would become this. So I would have charged a lot more.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Before we, uh, we jumped into the hitting record on this, how you were talking to us about how you started playing hockey and then got into, to the trashers. Can you kind of take us on like a, maybe like a time-lapse of that whole scenario?
1: Yeah, it's, I started uh I moved here in in about 2000 and you know I was looking around for like a softball team to play on just to like get out there and do some get some exercise and meet some guys and drink some beers and uh no one would call me back so I took the kids skating to the Danbury rink and I had some old ponds hockey skates and uh you know, I, I at the end I was like I really miss skating. We we grew up skating on the ponds around here, you know, and uh, but I never played organized hockey. There just it just wasn't a thing around here when I was a kid. So um, I skate skated with the kids, and I asked the front desk, "Do you have anything for adults?" And they said, "Yeah, we have a class on Sunday nights." Um, so I came down, but you had to have all the equipment and I just had pond hockey skates. So I went, went to uh West co here in Danbury, our hockey, local hockey store and bought all the gear and went to these classes on Sunday nights, but I didn't even know how to put the gear on. So I was in the, <laughs> you would be in- just
0: like me and breezy. I think we don't play. So,
1: wow. Yeah. yeah. It's the greatest sport. You got to get out there. So, uh, you know, I'm watching other guys get dressed like this is weird, probably, but how to put the shin guards on first. OK. Um, so then, you know, I was then I got into the adult league there. And and so it was about 2004. And that's the time when the Trashers happened. So when I got involved with um, Jim and, and the Trashers, he actually sponsored a team at the Danbury Rink. Uh, with the uh, trash hauling company. It was called AWD automatic waste disposal. Um, so that he sponsored a team. So we we're in a meeting once and I told him, Jim, I noticed you you have a team in the league and I'm dying to play on a team. He goes, Dom, you want to play hockey? Picks up the phone. Hold on. Dials his captain. He goes, Kevin, I got this guy. He wants to come down and play hockey yeah all right Jim and like <laughs> so I was on the team but I went to one practice they were way above my head like I fell in warm-ups and took out a couple guys and it was just a disaster and I'm sure there was a phone call that night like Jim is it is this who is this guy does he do we really need to keep him <laughs> kind of
0: thing. Oh my God, that's funny. What was Jim like in your, in your opinion? You know, they, they ask a lot of the people that have worked with him and were friends with him and were part of the team in the documentary. So how would you describe, uh, Jim? Um,
1: Yeah, he, he's really intense guy. Um, very focused businessman. One, one of the smartest, uh, um, most intuitive, Uh, people I've ever worked with I gotta say we work really closely once we had the idea for the logo there was a lot of work to do around it like we even sat down and we did a study just on the eyes just the shape of the eyes you know when you can look at a lot of different hockey logos that have characters the eyes are always different but and there were discussions with Jim like we want this to be uh, mean but not scary you know, because the m- market is going to be families, kids. Um, so, you know, it was him and I sitting down picking out color chips for the the actual blue because they wanted it to be dark enough that it looked ominous, but bright enough that you know it was it was a pleasing color. So, you know, and then making decisions, it was instant. Like we would sit, I w- I would have an opinion of, of let's say what what color to pick he would pick the same one boom done move on to the next thing you know and in business that's what you need you need to make decisions quickly that's how you make money you know you,
0: and i'm you need- sure you've had the experience because i know breezy and i have in our day jobs of people who cannot make a decision yeah will won- will not make a decision will ask 25 people, send 25 emails, and you, you still won't have a commitment. And then, you know, you're left <laughs> taking forever. Yeah. So that speaks um, highly about Jim's uh, leadership yeah. ability about and, knowing what he wants.
1: And we work a lot with consumer product companies. Um, you know, our company is called Alessandra Weber Design, A-W Design for short. And um, we so consumer products by nature have to appeal to a broad audience sports it's you know it's it's a little more focused so we enjoy working on on projects that are more focused but um yeah jim jim was you know i i was in a lot of meetings with those guys and and he's pretty good at uh he's just got this stare that that like you know he's he's means business
0: he's got the, yeah. the, that look like that that the players that everybody described in the in the in the film yeah yeah what kind of stories um do you want to share you you had told us a little bit offline that um you had some stories about just the trashers in general and and all of that because i'm assuming you went to games and you know experienced this so uh regale us, if you will
1: yeah I mean, it was an amazing experience. And like I said, there was nothing in Danbury before. There was no professional hockey and they did construction to add uh, seats to the stadium. And since then, there's been four other teams that we've designed um, the, the the Danbury Whalers, the Danbury Titans and the current team, the Hatricks. We could talk a little more about that, but you know, the, you've seen the documentary so you know the history of it and you know there's there's some just funny stories of working working with these guys and you know when i was working with them there were rumors local rumors that they they were connected with the mob and and i just i wasn't really nervous about that they were always very good to me and um uh but you know i was in these meetings where uh, you know, he, his whole crew was there, and, and there are some real characters you see in the documentary. Tommy Papacello, he was the equipment manager. Uh, love that guy. Every time I see him, he gives me this big bear hug. And, uh, but one, one, time, one funny story I have with them is it was like the night before the opening night, and we were all there. I think the commissioner was there. We were in yeah. Jim's office in AWD. And Jim and I were off on the side. We were talking about T-shirts. Like, what colors are we going to do? Are we going to do gray, blue, black? Like, um, do we have the whole... Because the logo's got to change. Depends on what background it's on. So we're having that conversation. And Tommy Papasello's over on the other side talking about getting shavers and towels for the visiting locker room, because they, as the the host team has to provide that. And I don't know if I, I, I probably can't swear on this podcast. Yeah, you
0: can <laughs> swear, go ahead.
1: <laughs> Jim overhears the other cop, Tommy's conversation on the other side and he slams his fist down. God damn it, what the F are you talking about? And the whole room goes silence and you see Tommy, he's pretty imposed, imposing figure himself, but he straightens up. He goes, well, Jim, I'm just saying to the guys, we have to have, we have to have shavers and we have to have towels and, 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 and and stuff in the locker room. And he slams his fist down again. When are you going to tell me this? Like, I don't want to be going down. I'll leave out the explicit expletives, but uh, screaming top of his lungs. I don't want to be going down to CVS the night before the game to buy disposable shavers. And I just start laughing hysterical and no one in the room is laughing. And Jim's uh, main guy, his name was Ciro, He was standing behind Jim and he's going like this to me. And I was like, Oh, it was, it was right out of goodfellas, you know? And I, you luckily, think I'm
0: funny?
1: Yeah, you think, he, think I'm a clown? He goes, cloud? "Why he looks at me, Jim looks at me. Why the f are you laughing?" <laughs> and I go, "Jim, I don't know. It's just funny because I picture you going to see CV, all-night CVS drive-through to get, you know, shavers, disposable shavers. Like that's funny." And luckily he just turned away from me and kept yelling at Tommy Yeah. <laughs> Oh God. I, I've been telling these stories in the hockey locker room for years. So it's nice that someone's hearing it for the first time.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Give us another one.
1: Yeah. Well, another one um, we like, we did a lot. We, we, a lot of different visual uh, projects, for, you know, around the trashers we, you know, they had a team bus, they bought a team bus. Like what minor league team at this level has, you rent a bus per trip. These guys bought a bus, they gutted it, put a kitchen in it. Um, so they wanted to have the best of everything. So one of the projects was to wrap the bus with graphics. And it was amazing. We did, we did our layouts in the computer and then we had the bus wrapped in um, Brooklyn at the Navy shipyards. Right so the bus was freshly painted all black and our graphics were going to be applied to it. So I met them out there the company that was print doing the printing and wrapping the bus. We we all met out there in the morning and the guys from AWD drove the bus down. So I was there for until about lunchtime where they wrapped one side of the bus and I have amazing pictures of the process and stuff. And when you saw that thing rolling down the highway with the big scrappy trash on it, like it it was startling. So I left about, uh, lunchtime. They had one side of the bus done. So I'm back at the office. I'm sitting at the computer work and I get a call, my cell phone, always my cell phone. Um, it's one of the guy, the Jim's main guy, zero. And he, I, what's up? He's like, we got a problem. We got a problem. What the bus look fantastic. He goes, the problem is the bus is locked and I have the keys in Danbury. And so I'm like, and they they've got to turn the bus around because now it's been sitting in the sun all day. So the 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 black paint is heated up and and it's melting the 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 application. So they need to spin the bus around or get it inside, move it inside, and they can't because they don't have the keys. So I'm like, guys, what do you want me to do? Like I'm in New York City, like you're in Danbury, like I I don't have you know. I'm thinking maybe I can go to Home Depot and get a tarp and maybe. Create some shade on the side of the bus, and see. All right, I'm, so I'm suggesting this to Cyril. Cyril goes. I said, "What do you want me to do?" And he goes, "I don't know what you what I want you to do, but Jimmy wanted me to call you and tell you he's not happy. So I'm calling you to tell you Jimmy's not happy." And that was it. They they had to get the <laughs> down in the seat. But it was stuff like that. It's like you know, are, am I on? Am I in a movie here? so <laughs> that's hysterical and you're just oh like
2: i'm just i'm the graphics guy i'm not yeah it,
1: like, the scene, <laughs> like the scene in the godfather where the, the they ask the baker to like stand guard at the in front of the hospital it's like he goes i'm just the baker <laughs> like, i'm just the graphic designer <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. oh my god um do you have more stories
1: um what else i mean there was, you know, just times where, uh, you know, I'd be walking into a meeting and I, and I hear one time I was sitting out um, waiting for Jim and I was outside the lobby and the secretary said he's on the phone, he will be a, just a minute. And I hear him on the phone screaming, you tell that guy that indictment didn't mean anything and, and blah, 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 and he slams down the phone. And then he goes, okay, Dom, you out there? Come on in. I'm like I gotta follow that oh boy
2: that is so funny so did you have any meetings with AJ how was he because in the documentary they kind of said that he was just your typical 17 year old kid with his long baggy sweaters and his long shorts and yep, I mean he had a huge job you know on his shoulders and how did you see any growth uh, with him, whether you worked with him or not, over the course of everything that had happened,
1: yeah, um, yeah, AJ was just a teenager at the time. Definitely more mature than than his counterparts. You know, he he grew up around his dad's business. Um, you know, just as smart and and um, focused as his dad. Matter of fact we just had a call yesterday aj and i were working on another project together um after all these years we've done a couple things together because he manages boxers right so he he called us once for for a logo for one of his boxers so he's very savvy about marketing he knows you know how how to sell things and um yeah. And but back then, yeah, he was just a teenager with ba- baggy pants and the hat backwards. And but
0: that and was the and- style, man. That was the yeah. style, though. That was like, yeah. like cool. Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't I didn't really find it appealing, but it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that um, I, I want to talk about the, the hat tricks. But bef- before we do that, um, how how is this new popularity with the logo? Because I mean, Barstool Sports is selling it under Chicklets. Yeah. Like they have the logo on shirts and hoodies, and and like it's sold out. Like it's on back order and waitlisted, and like that's bananas. Um, probably to you to think that like this whole new generation of hockey fans are like just dying to get their hands on this this image and wear this and even the singer drake was seen wearing a jersey like how the hell did drake get that jersey like what what what's his connection to danbury connecticut like what what is happening um so what has all that been like for you
1: well you know the documentary has changed because the trashers logo it doesn't stand for a hockey team anymore there is no hockey team right it stands for you know this attitude or or the the bad boy the bad boy hockey and what's fascinating I think to people about the trashers documentary is that it was real you know it's authentic and in branding you're always looking for for authenticity. For any, you know, you're looking for the history of a brand. For a candy bar, you're you're looking back at the history of it, right? So this is not like, you know, The Sopranos was really popular, but that was that was a show. This is reality. Like all of this really happened. And, you know, the Jim went away for 7 years. Like that's 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 hard life. So um but it's it's strange to see it blow up like this. I I, I, They told me they were doing a documentary. Um, they gave them my name and, and number and stuff. But I guess it's just not that interesting to have, talk to the graphic designer, you know, show the original sketch unless there's blood splattered on it. With Drake, um, yeah, I was outside doing yard work and my daughter comes running out and she's into, into influencer marketing. And so she's like, dad, you got to get on this. You got to post this on your LinkedIn, on your Instagram, on Facebook. And we're fairly good at self-promotion, but you know, our, our business, we're, 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 my partner and I are both designers. So we're happy as clams when we're working and, and designing. So we're, I don't mind doing sales, but it's like, if we have the work, we're, we're happy. So we're not, we're, we're really doing our thing quietly. And not a lot of people know we're here. So I'm trying to use the new fame to get our name out there. Um, I've sent I've wrote an article for a graphic design magazine about it. Um, and I, have you know, I'm trying to get into the NHL, we've been working on these logos in the minor leagues. And I feel like, you know, maybe it's about time we get called up to the big leagues. But we'll see so far, no one's reached out to me um no yeah, one's but-
0: redesigning logos as that, that I know of yet in the in the NHL yeah.
1: yeah a few of them need to but they're, you know, they're not-
0: <laughs> which ones need to
1: well maybe the uh, the
0: new
2: Preds stadium series jersey that everyone's hounding on so maybe they'll hire you for
1: that one <laughs> Yeah, the, you know, a lot of the jerseys and a lot of the logos get designed by the jersey manufacturers. Mm. The NHL has a really talented art department. You know, I've worked with guys that have. Uh, we had a junior designer that went and, and became an art director for the NHL. So I do have some connections, but um, yeah, we we. You who know, would you? This-
0: who would you want to redesign? Or, or make a new the, the logo auto for. The Ottawa Senators
1: need a new logo. You know, the, the p- profile mm-hmm. of a face is um, a little static. Yeah. <laughs> Who else? I, lo- I love the new Seattle uh, Kraken logo. You know, I, I, it's a lot like the Trashers. Yeah. The eyes.
0: You know, I was just going to say.
1: You know, you don't really, it's not, you don't see an octopus. It's, it's, it's hinting at what the monster is. And, and that's what I say about the Trasher logo. Like you, his eyes, you don't really see what he looks like. Like the eyes are not on the can. So it's not the can. That's the, the monster's inside the can. Right. So it has a little bit of mystery to it. And that's, I think that, you know, is intriguing to fans.
0: Yeah.
1: But low, you know, sports branding is such a powerful, um, a design area to working because it becomes a part of people's identity about their personal identity you know people wear ranger jersey to work and uh, you know it becomes who you are and you live and die by your team and you know there's a bunch of fans that have trash or tattoos logos of the tra- you know uh, uh tattoos of the logo which it just blows my mind that someone would would make that a permanent part of their life so that's always really an honor to me and there has been there there are some new hat tricks uh tattoos that i've seen out there
0: (laughs) so tell us about the hat tricks for people watching on the video um you've got one of the jerseys behind you and it looks sort of like a uh rabbit if you will but is very ferocious like the darny darko kind of rabbit (laughs) (laughs) rabbit yeah, yeah,
1: but hockey since the Trashers, hockey's been happening in Danbury, you know, si- you know, for seventeen years, and I so- always sort of somehow get myself involved and throw my hat in the ring, um, but it's it's more about like if there's going to be hockey in Danbury, I want it to look good, so I, ha- I have to get involved. But um, after the Trashers, there was um, Danbury Whalers. And we designed that logo, and then um, Danbury Titans, and now the latest team is the Danbury Hattricks. And th- what's different about this team, because you could say minor league hockey, they come, teams come and go, and it's a tough business because ticket prices, you, you know, they try to keep ticket prices low so families can go, but you can just add up the amount of seats multiplied times the ticket price and you could see it's really not a money-making operation so what's different about the hat tricks is that they put together an ownership group and bought the rink so the guys that um the the team owners own own the building so all of the money is funneling to the same place and and you know that's a good business model um the logo-
0: so you guys designed that logo.
1: Yes. So we did the Tricks logo and this, you know, it, it's a lot of pressure because we have to top or at least, you know, do something that's as iconic as, as the Trasher logo each time. Um, and this time they didn't even have a name for the logo. The, the ownership group, um, Herm Sorcerer is the, the managing partner. Who who leads the team? Um, he came to me with about ten or twelve different ideas for just for the name, and I said, "Let me sketch. Let us sketch for each of the names, just to show you the depth of what each one would would look like. For instance, one of them was that they really liked was the Jokers, so." You know, you don't really want to be on the ice and have a losing season, and you know, be taunted. It's too easy. But we did, we did have some decent logos for the Jokers. Um, we have um, an airport here, so in Danbury. So one of the ideas was the Arrows, Danbury Arrows. There used to be a raceway in Danbury. Now it's a mall. Uh, so Danbury Racers was another uh, concept and we came up with sketches and jersey ideas for each one of those and then it came down to the jokers and the hatricks but the hatricks also they are they have two junior teams they have an NAHL team and an NA3HL team so it's really like building this is grassroots hockey and you can go from playing youth hockey to professional hockey in the same building here in Danbury. So it's, it's pretty exciting time. They've done a lot of re- renovations to the building. Um, there's a new axe throwing lounge upstairs and it's called the Axe Tricks Lounge. I did the logo for that where the, the rabbits throwing a hatchet. So it's a lot of fun. That's awesome, especially for
2: a town that never really had any hockey, and now it's grown so much to to what it is now. Uh, what would you say the town, the the energy is in the building? Is it for the the Hat Tricks? Would you say it's kind of the same as the Trashers, or uh, what's kind of like the overall vibe of the, of that building?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. It is a blast, I got to say. I, I take my 13-year-old guy down there, my son, and we, it's, it's a fun night. You, you know, get a couple beers, hot dog, and they have bands playing. Um, it's a fun night, but it, it was all built from the – you know, this is the building that the Trashers built, you know. But it's a little bit of a different vibe. The Trashers was – it just – a much more brutal team. You know, they 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 were focused on intimidating and fighting um, a lot more and th- there was a section 102 uh, full of fans that you just you know, I I I would sit two sections away from them, but cuz it, it it especially when my kids are little, it it was just brutal. Um but you know, it's hockey and you gotta protect your, your, your scores. So, you know, the hat tricks are struggling with that. Now, what, how do we bring an enforcer in? They just brought a signed, ex NHL enforcer from the flyers. I, I can't think of his name offhand, but if you Google it, you'll, you'll find the article about it, but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely um, it's a fa- more of a family feel I think now that, than the Trashers uh, days, but you know it's it's uh, all all stems from from the Trashers.
0: Well, the Trasher days were an, an anomaly for sure. I mean, just given what you know, the commissioner was trying to do and trying to stop what like sort of the theatrics of the fighting and all of that, but. Um, I can't even imagine what a time that would have been to to see it. Having now seen the story, um, there's like, that's incredible that you were able to uh, to go to the games. I don't think I have any more questions. Do you, Breezy? Um, I don't think so. I think we should uh, ask Dominic at the final three like we do for all of our guests. It's a rapid fire. Um, we're going to put you on the spot here, but I think you can handle it. Okay. So the first question is, who is your ultimate hockey hunk? Like the (laughs) hunkiest. And we ask men and women this. So everybody
1: answers. Wow. It's got to be Henrik Lundqvist because I'm a Ranger fan. And oh my goodness. Like if you could just have his hair or
0: <laughs> you've got some pretty nice hair though i think you, you you could give him a run for his money but can you play the guitar and can you you know s- save 40 pucks a night and from getting into goal oh, i don't know the whole package that guy yeah he
2: takes his helmet on and his hair is still like perfect yeah. like oh. it's crazy <laughs> i
0: don't know who is your favorite hockey lady
1: What's her name? I can't. Hillary
0: think. Knight or Kendall. Yeah, Coyne. Hillary.
1: Knight. Hillary Knight is my favorite, and she uh, she just followed me on Instagram or what? TikTok on TikTok because I posted on TikTok about the Trasher logo. Yeah, and I don't know if it's her team because I wrote her I'm like, holy cow, Hillary Knight is following me, and then I got a back response. It was a little uh, you know um, formatted seem like so she must have she she's really good with her social media very good mm-hmm.
0: oh my good. god uh <laughs> breezy and i would be freaking out if that happened too so uh, yeah and then the last question is do you have a sydney crosby
1: story sydney crosby you mean cindy crosby <laughs>
0: like yeah the the <laughs> sydney crosby Sid the kid
1: like have I ever had a run-in with him or
0: yeah, anything. I mean we ask everybody this and sometimes the answer is no, so
1: yeah um, I don't, but I ha I-, I saw Vechkin Alex Ovechkin at the NHL store in the city uh, early on in his career and I got his autograph in my my case here, my my man cave here. That's
0: that's a that's a, the first we've heard from a Sidney Crosby story is Alex Ovechkin but I think it's <laughs> very appropriate given their um you know history. <laughs> so.
2: yeah. There was a um uh, I just saw this uh Instagram post and it says we may never see a Alex Ovechkin again in the league just because of not necessarily his stats because obviously he's you know catching up and trying to, to beat records there but just overall his game and everything that he brings to the game they're saying that this guy is one of a kind so um perfect timing for that answer too because I just read that before we got on to uh, onto this recording so that's awesome
1: <laughs> well I, you see his son I think he's yes. four years old is on the ice already and at every game and that he's going to grow up with it and you know, we'll see what he becomes. Definitely, yeah,
2: for sure. All right. Well, let us know, uh, where our followers can follow you. Um, and if you want to just promote yourself, promote your business, uh, take it away. Now's your time.
1: Um, the business is Alessandra Weber design. Our website is aw-design.com. And our Instagram is Alessandra Weber design. Yeah, that'll be easy to find. And I'm pretty easy to find myself, Dominic Alessandro, on all one word on Instagram and
0: TikTok. What's your TikTok?
1: TikTok, I think it's the same. Just, yeah, I think I just use my full name.
0: (laughs) I mean, the irony here is not lost that the AWD, like the trash disposal initials, is the same as your company name. (laughs) So I'm sure you're very aware of that, but you had this.
1: Yeah, one one meeting with Jim, I said, Jim, isn't it funny? We have the same initials of our company name. He just goes, yeah. Like, I thought it was cool.
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad to know that that's the response I would have gotten from Jim if I had said that. So. <laughs> I feel like I could
2: just listen to stories about Jim all day long. <laughs> I agree. I um, agree.
1: Man. Well, he's, thanks. he's one of a kind like he would have been successful in any business that that he you know just happened that that type of business leads you into other areas
0: like buying a hockey team right yeah <laughs> thank you so much dominic for taking some time uh to chat with us and share your stories and your experience working with the trashers and uh Good luck on the future endeavors with AJ and everything else.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been great. I love talking about hockey. Could go on and on. It's the greatest sport.
0: (laughs) Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.